about this game is that it's such a Miyamoto game. Mm. It's you, you you hear Miyamoto talking in interviews about these influences for all of his games that he he makes and how they're inspired by when he was a child going to sort of the caves near where he lived or exploring the woods and that's where these games like Zelda and Pokemon and these ideas come from and this game just feels so like that like you can just imagine Miyamoto playing in the garden with his children or even when he was a child himself and just imagining these little creatures that live under the plant pots and it's so magical and childlike and I just love that about all Nintendo games that Miyamoto has anything to do with but in this I've never had a, a stronger example of that yeah I think so many Nintendo games are boiled down to the joy of play you know in, in Mario they were like well why why is it fun to jump what can we do with that and then Zelda's like well why is it fun to swing a sword and they always have this like what is the fun mechanic mm. and what can we do around that and Pikmin you're right it is almost almost exploration is the main mechanic because you know you are going around these tiny little like terrariums these little gardens full of beautiful life that but you know you you like some puzzles to pull out fruit and then things like i don't know it is it is like being child and running down the end of the garden isn't it? but, but you know mm. your imagination brought to life and it does feel like it's got this childlike glee that a lot of miyamoto games have that he manages to put into games still in his 60s and so many games now are about these massive open worlds and to have a game that's is large play areas but they're such a small contained little world rather than trying to have this vast open world and you see it when you're in space and you zoom down to the planet you can see there are you're landing on these vast continents but we're focusing in on these tiny little spaces which are just whole kingdoms for things of this scale that, that it's like a massive massive level and i love that about it it's so uh, fun and playful yeah I, th I think the focus is instead on making like a tight puzzle environment you know they've clearly looked at these levels and gone okay how do we make this fun how do you make this smart so when you eventually come round one way how do i unlock the access to this like how do we make this puzzle get to get this one strawberry off on a level you know rewarding and i think that's yeah i'd mm. much rather something like that and something finding something fun in a familiar area is way better to me than like just walking for five minutes in one direction and finding something like yeah, there's so many, every every little corner has got something packed into it, whether mm. it's a, an enemy or a little hidden secret or just some piece of information and intel that you can take back or some little, little audio or uh, what do you call them, the little logs that you find yeah, yeah. around everywhere of the Olimo and the captain and things. Uh, so it just makes exploration a real a real treat. And I remember um, I was recommending this game to people to play and Lewis asking us from our group, um, is it a Metroidvania? Just in joking. I thought, well, kind of it is a little <laughs> bit, I suppose, in that you are constantly coming up against uh, barriers that you cannot get through yet until you get the different colour type of pigment. Like if you see an electric fence, you need to wait until later on. Yeah. And at the start of the game, it tells you the different types of pigment that there are in the world. So you know there are electric pigments. So when you see an electricity buzzing fence, you think, oh, okay, I need to wait until I get some yellow pigmen and then i'll be able to go there so it's not complicated or difficult but you return to you can return to the same areas again and again with new pigmen and open up new parts of them so i, I love the way that these levels they unfold and uh, develop throughout the course of the game but there's not that many levels at all in the game are there there's what five or six yeah or something like that but they all reward going back and you know even though it's not like you unlock a new beam that opens doors. Like you do go back with new abilities and kind of a better understanding. And you can as well find equipment, but not equipment that 
opens up new new avenues or anything like that. You can just get expansions to stuff like the whistle and that, can't you? Like there's yeah. the odd little bits. The dodge whistle and things yeah, like that. Yeah. There's extra moves and stuff which huge help. Um and oh my god, that dodge whistle was pretty essential. It's so good for a couple of the, of the bosses, yeah. Enemies. Yeah, I was like, I would not have been able to do this if I couldn't have dodged these. Um, and I kept forgetting it was there until I got to some of those boss fights. And I was like, ah, okay. Yeah. That's why they've given me this power. Um, so I played the whole game in co-op from start to finish with, with my son. And at the start, when you've only got the one character, it's weird because you kind of have the ghost version of yourself running around oh, really? as well. And I was like, is this going to be the whole game where just one of us has got to be the kind of ghost version? And, and then obviously you, you find Brittany and um, the captain and you can have a, a bigger team of characters that you can control and so one of you can always be be the other one and mm. you can have one person spare in each of your, your parties as well that you can throw between. Um, so that made it really interesting actually playing the whole game like that and a really it's a really fantastic game to play with, with children for that matter because you can work together. Um, just It's really a game that you can handhold younger players with and they can help you and you can give them a task and I can say okay well because my son he's only he's about to turn five so mm. you know he couldn't play a game like this on his own at all um he was quite happy to accompany me along the way and if we saw a pile of uh or a, you know, a barrier that needed breaking through or a pile of uh, pieces for the bridge I can set him to that task and he could he could just get get on with that whilst I carried on exploring or um, took out some enemies and he loved just being given a little task and like yep I'm on it and yeah. he can just do it and it's just the cutest cutest loveliest thing as a parent and then he gets those little um, little nuggets of achievement when he builds the bridge for us all to then be able to get over yeah. and you know you can get really chuffed with that and it's really easy for a child to be able to do that he can just point the cursor at the pile of bricks press a button and the Pikmin do the work um, there were times where it's like having some sort of evil AI player on your team <laughs> that just does stupid things um, like he'll <laughs> there's a few times where I would set all of the Pikmin off to or carry back something to the base and then he would just be walking around and you can see all these Pikmin just look like they were just ambling around with nothing to do or just carrying some enemies back so he'd blow his whistle they'd drop what they were carrying and they'd just join his party <laughs> and they'd be, um, I'd, I'd like get back and just find all this stuff that's just been abandoned <laughs> midway back to the base um, and he's just off somewhere else um, hoarding Pikmin just because he likes having as many as he could in his party so it's like an extra yeah. element of challenge if you're playing it actually if you just get a small jerk child to just come along and just steal all your Pikmin and just keep distracting them when they're doing a job for you um, and he'd also like to quite fond of just drowning them all as well randomly so you'd like you just you'd hear like the warning come up saying oh no the Pikmin are in trouble yeah. and you're like, oh, what's, what's, what's he done That's now so what's funny. going on now and you, you sort of look <laughs> over to the other side of the screen and you can just he's like ah help daddy better help better help <laughs> Um, and the other thing that made it really tricky is that he'd want as many of them in his posse as possible and every time we get a boss battle he would he, he didn't like the enemies killing the, the pigmen he didn't seem to have a problem with, with uh, you know driving them to their deaths himself but if there was any enemy or any peril at all he would just run a mile and just try and hide in the arenas and leave me with like <laughs> the five pigmen he'd left me with trying to take out the, these bosses and stuff these giant creatures just with a few pigmen yeah. it's, it's like an ultra hard mode with just some jerk AI player that just wants so to funny. constantly screw you over but Again, with all these things that Nintendo do, even when he's acting to like completely force things up, it's so hilarious, and we can have such a laugh over it, and it's so funny because it doesn't matter if you kill fifty or Pikmin. I know you're not supposed to, but we've got hundreds more in the in the onions, and uh, it doesn't ultimately matter. And yeah. it's just it's just funny. It's just I, I can take the Mickey out of him for being so sexually incapable, and we just have a good laugh over it. So it's such a 
I can't stress that enough. If you've got uh, younger children and you want to play this game with someone, it's such a rewarding, fun game to play with children. Yeah, I've been wanting to play it co-op, but my partner's daughter is 12 years old, so she's way too cool for this. I've tried <laughs> showing her this, and she's like, no, I'm, I'm just going to go play Fortnite. This is <laughs> this looks rubbish. Oh, and I'm no. like, no, it's oh. fun. <laughs> but um, it's so funny as well. Like It's so devastating watching the pikmin like when i get pikmin killed in a boss battle i feel bad i imagine being a child mm. must be like no oh, the little noise they make like, oh, when you see the little ghosts go up and stuff yeah it's just it's heartbreaking and that's just so such a cruel little thing especially because some of the bosses can wipe out like 50 pikmin oh, in man one, i struggled in so much move. with the big um, slug one the like slug wart the you know like the eel in the sand pit yes that was yes. one that um, like the worm thing yeah, yeah it was just tremors tremors guy <laughs> yeah that was the one just because it just took up so much space and it sucked in so many and i i i'm <laughs> it's the little recap at the end of the day where it's like here's how many pikmin you hid <laughs> oh no oh yeah. no <laughs> and sometimes you get the, the the logs from alpha and he gives the little report and stuff says well we lost a lot of pikmin today it was a bad day yep. and you're like all right i'm trying here guys come on <laughs> it's like Maybe it feels terrible. Yeah, I did have to replay a few days because uh, I'd get to the point where I'd solve all the puzzles you need to do to get to a boss, and then we're like, okay, I know the boss is through that arena. Number one, there was a few times where I started the boss and it was already like halfway through the day, and yeah. because my son's just making life difficult for myself. By the time we finish the boss, I've got like one hour or whatever, the one one mark left on the on the timeline, and you're not going to get these things back in time. So I always made a point of trying to do everything i needed to i get to the boss area and then start a new day and in that way if you do uh, have disaster fall you can just restart the day and you don't have to solve all the puzzles again and, and yeah because so it takes ages to drag back those people. bosses as well like some of them it's like yeah. you're gonna need a lot of pikmin buddy <laughs> yeah you need yeah there's a few as well that i did it and they because the bosses kind of decimated my pikmin so i had to go back to the onion get more pikmin yeah. go back again <laughs> by the time i got back then the day ended mid and I was just like, oh, this all gone, it's all gone completely wrong. But um, I feel like once you've got the knack of it, it's not too bad to then do it a second time. And um, and the bosses are great like that. They're great because they all have a knack that's not... They're such brilliantly designed bosses, I think, mm. um, to have. Um, and they're such a, a, I don't know, a pure boss battle, if you know what I mean. They're such a... You know, these are they're big, scary bosses. They're massive. They all have a weak point and a way to beat them but they're all very deadly and hard to do if you don't until you work that out so i love that it's such a classic boss template yeah it's great. don't see don't see enough of it these days it's, we <laughs> it's weird because it obviously it feels a bit loose because this isn't a like zelda there's the eye you have to shoot it it's kind of like well no throw a few yeah. pikmin see what works and that's going to do a little bit like there is so much that you could really if you really wanted to just smash through it with a load of rock pikmin You'd probably do it eventually, but it is everything is up to you to figure out. Like, no, this is going to make it much easier. This is going to cut this down. So it's 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 fun when you do finally get those moments of like, oh, I've been doing this wrong for about five minutes, and I actually need to be throwing this Pikmin to do this. And like, sometimes it makes such a difference that I felt really stupid, <laughs> or like the game um, will come up with a hints thing. Like, do you want to press the hints button? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hated that. <laughs> it's the hint where you put it up. It says, "Have you lost a lot of Pikmin? Yeah. You might want to restart." You're like, come on! Like, I'm trying my best here. Make me restart the day. And that's like whenever I got that, I was like, oh, "Okay, I'll take the hint. I'll restart. I'll try better this time." <laughs> um, and I don't. I think I got to the end. I think it was about I don't know. I want to say three or four hundred of the poor little guys that I got. But there were so many in the onion. I didn't feel too bad about it because you know, I was leaving the planet with plenty of Pikmin behind. Yeah. So that was fine. Um, how did you find? Because you played this on the 
Wii U. Oh, yeah, you had to remember the name. Didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while. Um, the Wii U. Yeah, you played it there. So, how did you find the difference with like the control setup? Did you miss the tablet? Um, um I did a little bit because it was quite handy having the menu on the Wii U gamepad. But that is, I bet, yeah, probably the only thing the Wii U gamepad was ever good for. Um, yeah, <laughs> like that. Because there were a few times when it was like, oh, there's Pikmin lost somewhere. It was. You, I did find myself referring and looking mm. at the tablet, and because when you bring it up the menu, it's clearly designed around like he's holding the the Wii U gamepad. Oh yeah, it literally there. is like a Wii U gamepad. Same with like the Zelda Sheikah slate. It's like, all right, we yes. s- we see where this was. Um, yeah, um, I don't know because you so still it. You're better off pausing the action when you look at the menu because you need a second to be like, oh god, right, where are they? I need to send them yeah. over there. Like, um, so I don't think it. I don't think you lose much in the translation of putting the menu on the main screen. Um, like, yeah, it was handy to have it on the Wii U, but the, uh, I, I, the Switch version, I think, just it just makes everything a little bit handier. And the the translation of the motion controls to the uh, the split Joy-Con works perfectly. You know, if, if anyone's just played 3D All Stars oh, okay. and you've been playing yeah. Super Mario Galaxy with split Joy-Cons, um, that to me is the absolute best way to play Pikmin here. Um, really? Okay, I played it with the Pro Controller and my son had the Joy-Cons. Yeah. Um, with little hands. Yeah, um, it, it depends. So, uh, I, I like the aiming on that. I mean, I, I found the aiming on Mario Galaxy with the Pro Controller um, worked brilliantly for me. Yeah, I was yeah. a big fan of, yeah, it, of that point. It works point absolutely fine. Really I think in, in my hands, I just I find it more intuitive if I'm holding the thing I'm pointing. You know what I mean? Whereas yeah. when you've got no, the split Joy-Con, you're kind of like holding this whole thing you've got to move. Um yeah it just it makes more sense to actually point it in my head so i much prefer that control and in terms of like quick movements between things as well instead of like because you can just lock and lock and lock and go from item to item to item can't you whereas like yeah whereas i think if you just are using ir pointer for me you can quickly move between things a lot better and you can choose where you're going like okay three pikmin here three pikmin here like it that just seems like a a better way to do things it's maybe a little bit looser but I, i find it quicker yeah, I feel like if you'd have had a mouse and keep like a mouse would have just oh, made the whole game this would be much easier to play if you could just drag and I've s- highlight several Pikmin and send them. I've off. said this before. I know it's never going to happen, but this would be an incredible PC game. Like, okay, I thought you were going to talk about bringing some sort of Mario Paint oh, style. No, mouse no, 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 no. This would like it could of, happen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we never thought we'd get Sony PC games, but like this would be a great PC game. Imagine this on like with proper graphics cards in 4K. How good would that fruit mm. look? <laughs> I mean, it looks pretty stunning. I mean, let's talk about the graphics because it looks pretty stunning as it is, especially because we're playing a however many years old, what five years old? Um, I think it's twenty thirteen. It, it came out. Oh wow! Oh really? That long ago? Jeez. Um, yeah, it looks amazing though. The the, the water and the, the gardens, and it's quite. I suppose it's an easy thing to make look beautiful because it's quite a small. You know, these aren't massive, gorgeous open spaces, so they can pack a lot of detail into the the graphics in these little worlds that they've they've created but the fruit yeah it does look really lifelike strange here yeah especially in the end of mission reports when you get new fruit i think because there isn't a lot else going on that's when they're like right whack the graphics up but in the day-to-day like the actual levels and stuff i think it's it's just down to art direction it's down to the design of both the pikmin the enemies and the way that the lighting's done and kind of the depth of field as well they give it this really incredible kind of feel of it of you know you are you are a small thing in a in a big world, but the way the depth of field works with that, I think, makes it. Um, 
I don't know, it's really like kind of evocative of that. You do feel like you're exploring this this huge area, even though it's kind of technically like a garden or something like that. Um, and I think just, I, they're quite simple models to Pikmin. If you played with the photo mode, when you look at things, like yeah. there isn't a lot going here. There isn't a lot going on. Like the Pikmin themselves are actually like quite plain models. But, but then they don't need to be. If you have a hundred of them. Yeah. On oh yeah, exactly. Throwing them around. Oh yeah, I'm not, I'm not why, begrudging why that. that is and stuff. <laughs> Um, and I think it's impressive when I was walking around there's no it runs perfectly I mm. mean you'd hope it would for a seven year old Wii U game but it, it there's no ever any slowdown or drop frames uh, yeah. at all I mean it's not what, what I could tell and you're throwing around hundreds of and you, you, th- you have these giant bosses on screen you're throwing like literally a hundred Pikmin at them and there's three of you running around as well yeah. through your it's not 60 it's frames is impressive. it I think it's locked 30 I don't think so I, I think yeah, it's locked 30 1080p which is it's absolutely fine you you would this isn't Bayonetta. You don't need 60 frames Pikmin. <laughs> but like, it's... Th- well, you say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's I know what you mean. It, Someone does. It's steady and it, it does it does look really good. Yeah, I, I was just thought it was really impressive, really nice looking. And I was just impressed playing it, thinking, wow, this game like, must have looked amazing when it came out on the, on the Wii U. It was fairly impressive in, for the Wii U, the like, if you, especially if you played the Wii ones. Or the GameCube ones, even, because they were they were good. But again, the art direction made it so uh, like impressive in the first place. But then playing the Wii U one, this was one of those games where like, oh my god, this is Nintendo games now. Between this and Wind Waker HD, that era, as much as it is forgettable, yeah. was like, oh wow, this is what we can actually get from Nintendo games now. This is great. Yeah, it's funny thinking now that we're in a 4K next gen world now, and that's just <laughs> become the standard. But when this was one of the first HD. Nintendo games when it was still wow look at this Nintendo games are in HD now and mm. now obviously now things have moved on again but yeah at the time it must have looked great compared to the the old Wii I, uh, resolution days. I, and Nintendo games are future proof because of art direction, you know. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I think you know much as we're looking at stuff like 4K and that like this game looks incredible because of the choices made to make it look good. I, I don't think 4K makes something like this look better. So this is how Nintendo yeah. get away with not being the front runner anymore. But um, mm. yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. So we've kind of talked lots of things about what we love about it. So for me, just to show the other side of things there, if anyone's listening and thinking about getting it, just worth probably talking about the things that I thought, not that I didn't like, but where they could make improvements or where it could, could be better. Um, I just wish there was a bit more like there was an antagonist to it or something a bit more to it story-wise or plot-wise um some kind of the story is very well i mean it's a nintendo game and it doesn't need to be a story i know but it would have just been good if there was a bit more going on a bit more happening a bit more of a a story really or just even an antagonist because even in mario games you have bowser which is kind of drawing you through and there didn't seem to be there was no antagonist it was just the the enemies on on the planet and the bosses um you were just really on the quest to to get yourself home there yeah um, and i know there is obviously a final boss in the game which for me came a bit out of out of the blue really there was no much context and explanation as to as to what it was i don't want to say any more about that yeah to get anywhere near spoilers or anything um but yeah it would have been good to have some sort of characterization to the, the people you're against or or, or what you're I, what you're battling for. I know what you mean. C- considering like how many of the enemies and bosses are obviously like wildlife of the area, it kind of would have been cool to have like a main antagonist, like you know, like in the recent Ori, where you've got like the one major like the wolf boss that you fight again, and or like just something that stole communicator parts and ran off, and you're like, okay, well that's the animal yeah. we have to go get. 
but on the wave we'll fight like kind of little mini versions and stuff like that i see like i think a main driving force would have been would have been a good thing to have because it is quite meandering like from from mission to mission and i get it it's it's supposed to just be a bit more of a a laid-back charming fun game than that it's it's nice that there's nothing the stakes are never that high um there's there's a few bits when you find uh louis and he well, I won't say what, what he does. But yeah. There's a few bits where, like, my son was like, oh, so he's the baddie, is he? I was like, well, I don't know. Let's just see how this pans out. Yeah. I don't think he's going to be a baddie. Let's let's wait and see. Um, but yeah, my son was like, oh, we need to get him. He, he, <laughs> he was really, really grieved with what, what he did. Um, yeah, I'd say that, that would be nice. And I just feel like it would be a bit more um, memorable, really, because you know, I'll, I'll think back to it and I'll remember the sort of fun times I had with the different levels that we were in and stuff. But there was only just, it was just you ended a level and you got a bit more of a, a uh, bit of signal strength which sent you off to another part and you, you were just kind of looking you know if your ship hadn't crash landed at the start and you just landed you'd have put you through and you'd have been off on your way again and that would have been that it's, yeah. It, it, yeah just there could have been a few more twists along the way that's fair i mean um speaking of the story have you played the the side missions with olima no we've started doing a few of them okay uh, my son and i but yeah we'll probably return to them again so i think there's a pretty interesting um bookends for the story i haven't played the end one yet um but i'm looking forward to that because i've heard it is quite a nice like uh epilogue and almost hints at pikmin 4 in a way so um, oh, okay. i don't think we can spoil it because neither of us have played it but i actually <laughs> yeah, the, no chance of that with me don't worry. yeah but the way the actual missions are set up um they're really cool it's kind of like a nine ten minute mission isn't it and they're just like right get as much yeah. fruit as you can and just go and explore i really enjoyed that kind of a tighter kind of a tighter mission and it just gives you the pikmin and you're just you're just running out trying to find things and collecting it's like a little game of hide and seek um i really enjoy those those little missions they're new aren't they to this version i think they were either part of the dlc i never bought the dlc for the original pikmin 3 i just completed the story so i don't know if these are maybe retrofitted dlc missions um i'm not entirely sure but i know the epilogue is new the menus okay so in the menus yeah it describes it as the story behind the story which is quite quite interesting you get to see like the other side of what's been going on and stuff so yeah i should i probably should you're right i should delve into those before i start um start complaining too much about (laughs) what's been going on um and i also the only other thing as well is i would have loved a bit more reason to hunt out all of the the fruit and usually with nintendo games they're quite easy to get the credits to roll but then there's usually quite compelling in-game content as well Mm. um so you've got like for example in in the mario games when you run when you get the credits that's you've barely even started the actual the actual game and at least for me it didn't tell me if there was anything to the any point in going back and finding out all the last bits of fruit that i that i'd missed and haven't explored fully all of the levels and if i had the time and i was a completionist i'd just want to do it just for the sake of doing it but yeah. um for me now with lots of other games to play um do i kind of be bothered to go back and get them when it's probably not going to show me anything or give me anything new or any kind of reward it would be nice to get some extra kind of little cutscene if you manage to get all of the fruit yeah or unlock a bonus area new um, yeah. because of they they do this every now and again like they did the same thing with luigi's mansion 3 for me where they mm, gave you so many yeah. things to do but they didn't incentivize it or, and like you know i had the same problem in luigi's mansion 3 they gave you all this cash to collect but then you got nothing for no it way to spend it literally nothing <laughs> no way to spend it nothing yeah. for it and it, that made it as soon as i figured that out it killed luigi's mansion 3 for, it didn't kill it but i got very very disheartened 
you know whereas in super mario odyssey look all the outfits you could unlock and stuff like that and it and uh, here is the same there's no incentive like to get all the fruit like you said there's no real um like recollection at the end of the day like okay this is how many you've got out of how many even if it doesn't show you what they are so it's not so obvious um and i don't know if you can like unlock anything else I, i'm fairly certain you can't because you couldn't in the original and it doesn't even do a good job of telling you about the extra items you can find because you know i get it it's a game and in the main ones in the main missions even they want you to just explore and stumble across stuff but i even at the end you're right it would have been nice to have a like here's what you got out of everything here's like yeah. you know i maybe go back and um yeah find here's things because there's plenty of stuff you could do whether it is silly little things like different outfits change the color of your ship like there's there's so many little things that nintendo does add to games to make you want to go back in and collect all the coins or the collectibles well, just, well just little areas just new, new areas and as you're going through it you find old mobile phones and stuff and that's how you boost your signal strength i had to explain to my son he was like what is that I was like, god i feel so old here that's that's what phones used to look like you, you know my phone here and yeah that's, you know, that's what my that flip phone yeah. that's what that's what that's what telephones used to be like, was like oh, i like okay. how the flip phone is the one that survived yeah there's no iphone to um but you could they could have like played around with that and you could have found like some some old ancient game and watches or some or an old game boy that survived or something you know they could have hidden some more items like that and you couldn't i would you love to if you could dig you up could old nintendo and find some old imagine you were digging yeah, up an, an amiibo in every level <coughs> oh god <laughs> i'd love that you want to scan the amiibos and they just appear somewhere yeah yeah, I mean, I mean, we've. I suppose you could say it's about any Nintendo game, aren't you? There's just always so yeah. many. Oh, there's always more you can you add. Just in. kind of want to just shake them like, come on, Nintendo! It's just this open goal. There, how have you missed it? But they always seem to <laughs> love, <laughs> love doing just that. And I suppose I don't want to. If I'm, I wanted to give a balanced uh, picture of things, but uh, you know, these there are there's small nitpicks in the grand scheme of things. But, yeah, I do want to stress that I really love this game. It's very, very fun and yeah. uh, entertaining game to play. The actual gameplay loop of okay here's a puzzle here's an obstacle you need to get off over or around or through or however it is finding the things you need to accomplish that using your pikmin to defeat uh, enemies and collect the things or dig up the things you need or carry the things when they to be that you need is a really rewarding satisfying mechanic yeah. and it never really gets old over the what would you say six or seven hours it takes to play through the, the campaign I think you know, it never if you really smash boring. through it yeah I think they do, they do a good job of introducing the new Pikmin really slowly, and each new Pikmin mm. isn't just one thing they can do. There's several things they can do, and then you start chaining commands of like, okay, well, if I get this Pikmin, for instance, the yellow Pikmin are electricity, so you very quickly realize, okay, I can connect batteries and stuff, but then once you start um, assigning different captains different jobs and then solving different puzzles with the Pikmin, like, it's... Yeah, it's not one and done, and suddenly you're figuring out so many different routes to like to different fruits and stuff. I think it's really well designed, and it does keep you fairly entertained until the end. Like, this is such mm. a pleasant game, and I don't think I would have wanted much more of it to be honest either. I kind of like, you know, like I said, this yeah th doesn't overstay its welcome. Yeah, it's a curated experience. Like they've clearly gone, this is how big it's going to be, and this is how long it's going to be. But those those moments are going to be packed. And we're going to put everything we can into those. And I think that's much for the better. Mm. No, actually, you, that's a great point. That It's very rich content and there's never a, a, any filler in the game. It doesn't feel like they've just padded it. And they could have done it. It could have been an extra you know, four or five hours longer if they had just put in some more obstacles or oh, just yeah. made the areas bigger just to make you walk further between 
between points but it is just the length it needs to be and it's not an hour too long or an hour yeah too short i think perfect i think this is as well a very good opportunity um like i've discussed the sales of this game briefly uh, and it's a little bit disappointing so far for switch owners but also it's launched at a really horrible quarter man we've just had <laughs> next gen yeah. consoles launch we've got a huge zelda game coming like I really encourage people that are kind of on the fence about Pikmin to just download the demo. Your save carries over. And this is a really good time to jump into the series as well. This is not... Well, it kind of is a soft reboot. You don't need to play the previous games. They've added story to connect it to the previous games. Like, this is a really, really good time to come in and and pick up this, this series as opposed to hunting down a GameCube copy and paying 50 quid for the originals. Like... This, I think this is a really good refresher for anybody who's ever been even mildly interested. And the demo as well is a really generous demo. It's a good couple of hours mm. of, of play there you can do and you can go back and you can try and perfect your times on it because it's a good, I don't know, three or four days worth of, of, of play there. And yeah, you can say it carries over to the next day. And it's, I think if you played the demo, it's if you don't like the demo, you're not going to like the game. Yeah. <laughs> like, it gives you everything you need there. There's nothing more to it, but it's a really good, like some demos, you don't really get enough to get a sense of whether or not you're going to like the full game. But I think with this one, yeah. you do. You really you really get a lot there to, to see what it's like. And the, the rest of the game is is basically more of the same, but just more complex and yeah. more, in, more interesting different things and stuff. So yeah, if you play the demo and you'd like it, and hopefully you listen to this podcast and you think, well, they like it, so I'm going to give it a go. Um, please please do but you're absolutely right they did send it out at a very strange time of year and we think it's probably a victim of the release schedule that's been hit by for nintendo and they've yeah. had to kind of spread things out over you know a bit thinner over the year um, i think than they probably would have liked to have done i think this would have been a really good february game january february mm. like proper quiet season everyone's got a bit of leftover christmas money and a few people have like got a new switch or maybe even where i think where paper mario came out Pikmin would have done really well where so many people picked up switches for Animal Crossing and this to me is a really good second game for a lot of the more casual people because I had a load of friends that in March picked up a switch light in Animal Crossing that you know that was all they had and I, I've been trying to say to them for a little while like you might like this Pikmin game <laughs> it's really chill it's really fun mm. it's like very similar cutesy style and kind of micromanagement so like I've it just seems like a shame that it's it's been kind of sent out at a, at a bad time but who knows maybe we'll see it in a selects line in a couple of years like it was on the wii u you know if mm. if I mean, they ever forget, reduce the price <laughs> that's yeah no chance um, <laughs> side point is it ever going to be like a selects range for switch it's kind of crazy they, now. it's nearly they always do it four years the old end. how is zelda not cheap anyway um but this game yeah people should give it a go but you have to remember the strategy games are generally quite a niche yeah. genre aren't they and especially games like this which doesn't look like you know strategy games are usually battlefields and you can easily see okay i've got i'm commanding troops on a battlefield that's easy and that's essentially what you're doing here but you're doing it in a very nintendo-esque um, yeah. context <laughs> where you're not yeah you're you are commanding troops but they are little cute pikmin and you're attacking bugs in a garden rather than yeah. enemy generals <laughs> i mean i think this could work to get some people into strategy games i think some people that maybe didn't realize mm. they were into them could play this and you know go on to other stuff and be like actually i'm really enjoying kind of the the idea of like sending out my divisions here and then moving to a different commander and things like that like i i love these sorts of games but um it's yeah. it's just one step from this to age of empires it could be it could be <laughs> 
Imagine a Nintendo Age of Empires game though. <laughs> if they really went all in on it. Hy- Hyrule Maybe. Empires. Okay. Right, there you go. Somebody somebody <laughs> write this down. <laughs> Remember the date. We invented that. Good. Right, well, okay, so I think we're both agreed that people really should uh, give it a give it a try. Especially because it's free, so just give it a go for free. Hundred percent. If you like it, then like, add it to your wish list and watch out for next time it's on sale, maybe. Yeah. I do wish a seven year old Wii U game was cheaper. But that is a different conversation mm-hmm. for a different time. I do think this is a very yeah. good game, and I do recommend it to people um, for what it is. And yeah, like you said, just download the demo. If it isn't for you, it isn't for you. That's fine. But I think a lot of people are going to play for this demo, be surprised that they like this kind of game, or at least this version of this kind of game. And you don't need to have played the first ones. To this to me, this is the perfect time to start playing a Pikmin Pikmin game. It's just wonderful. It's delightful. Brilliant. Okay. Well, I think that's probably says all we need to say on the subject. Nate, um, if people want to find you online, if they want to find more of your hot takes on the latest Nintendo games, <laughs> where would they find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Nate and Destroy. Brilliant. Well, you can find me at the Eggman 64 on Twitter, and you can find all of the rest of the Crossplayers content at www.thecrossplayers.com, uh, yeah, Twitch.tv, Live. And Twitter, it's easy to find us. Come on, just Google us. You're not stupid. (laughs) You're listening to this right now, so you must have heard. You must have worked out where we are. (laughs) But please do. And if you like this, please uh, let us know. Jump into Discord. Let us know. uh, Because it's really great to hear what people think. Yeah, we want to hear people. If you play the Pikmin demo or buy the game, let us know what you think. Yeah, yeah. Hit us up on Twitter and let us know. (laughs) Great. Thanks, Nate. All right. Cheers, man. All right. Bye. Bye.